Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 12th of October and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, then you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you are listening on a podcast or watching a video and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you join us. You can buy or you can trial us at least for two weeks, a 14-day free trial, and sign up on our website there. All right, well, an interesting night as always on the US markets. We saw uh, another bit of a a Monday wobble, I guess. It was Columbus Day and uh, bond markets were closed last night. We did see the Dow Jones close 250 points down or 0.72% at 34,496. The Nasdaq down 0.64%, 93 points to 14,486. And the S&P 500 closing down 0.69%, so pretty much in line for a change, 30 points, 43.61. Why was the US markets a little bit on the weak side? Well, I guess it's about energy and commodity prices at the moment pushing ever, ever higher. Uh, Coking coal, coal futures, copper futures. We saw Also, we saw oil especially taking the wind out of some of the sales of the US bulls. We saw Brent crude up 1.5% or $1.26 to 83.65 and WTI up 1.5% as well, $1.17 to $80.52. First time WTI has been through $80 for a long time. And as a result of this, the S&P SPY futures have fallen 27 points or 0.37% to 7,237. But given the rising commodities, we could see a bit of a divergence again today with those mining stocks very much in demand. The VIX index in the US was up 6.5% to 20 dead. And so we're seeing that 16 to 22 range continue. And in commodities, we saw the gold price down $1.70. Let's not worry about gold for the time being. seventeen fifty-five seventy. But iron ore had a massive run up nearly 9.5%. $11.90 to $136.95. Those days of $90 iron ore well and truly behind us as uh, iron ore cranks it up again. And we did see as well last night good rises for other commodities as well. We saw... Copper up 2.3%, aluminium up 3%, zinc up 2%, lead up 0.3%, tin up 0.6%. Nickel, though, unfortunately, nickel was back down 0.6% there. In terms of resource companies overseas, Freeport McMoran up 3.2%. Alcoa going well up 2.7%. will have implications for AWC here, obviously. Techcom up nearly 7%. Anglo-American 5.2%. Vale only up 1.24%. BHP and Rio in US terms both better. BHP 1.42% and Rio up nearly 2% there. The Aussie dollar 73.44. So that Aussie dollar creeping higher as we're seeing that uh, big push in commodities at the moment. Here you can see the S&P 500 started nicely, but just ground to a bit of a halt and closing down around 0.7 of a percent, very much on its lows 
for the session. Some of the inflation worries on the back of higher commodity prices and some warnings yet again of supply chain issues in time for Christmas uh, taking its toll. Major stories last night. The U.S. is likely to ask OPEC for more oil supplies. They seem to remember that U.S. had a massive amount of oil and gas that it could bring online from uh, its fracking operations down south, but that doesn't seem to have been the swing factor in energy prices. But it is concerning, or fueling concern, if you pardon the pun, on U.S. inflation and the economy generally, especially after those weaker-than-expected numbers we saw for jobs on Friday. We are heading into U.S. reporting season. The bank's kicking off this week. Uh, Q3 earnings seen strong, but supply chains and costs are worry. That may come out in some of the narrative that the CEOs spin. And commodities spiral. Supply and demand shocks to stretch into 2022. China facing power hikes that are likely to reduce metal output. And coal futures in China hitting an all-time high. They've got some serious flooding going on in Jiangxi province at the moment, where a lot of the coal mines are, and a lot of chemical plants and other heavy industrial plants. So lithium deal also in China. Uh, Chinese buying uh, Canadian lithium companies at the moment. They're accelerating the race for battery metals. And the global energy crunch piles pressure on aluminium supply. Uh, I guess part of that is the fact that energy costs are soaring. And that means that it gets a lot more expensive to produce aluminium. And therefore, maybe that takes some of the supply out of the system. Uh, The US Christmas retail crush comes early as supply chains buckle under pressure. And the currency traders are betting that Bank of England is about to make a mistake and raise rates, I would imagine. Goldman, J.P. Morgan say, buy the dip as inflation is transitory. Well, it seems to have been around for a while, this transitory inflation. India's stock market is on track to overtake the UK's in value, and the AstraZeneca antibody drug effective at treating mild COVID in trials, and OPEC plus crude production likely still below cartel's target. What's on today? Well, on the economic front, we've got the NAB's business September survey, confidence and conditions as well. It's day two as well of freedom in New South Wales, or at least in Sydney, or somewhat greater freedom anyway. Uh, In overseas markets, we have BHP up 1.4, Rio up 2% square. It's hip to be. Unfortunately, not going to be a good day for afterpay, down 2.6% in the US. That will feed into the afterpay price. Apple down 0.1, Amazon down 1.3, Facebook down 1.4, Alphabet down 0.9, Microsoft down 0.2, Tesla though up 0.8. Those 10-year yields, which uh, we have seen parity between the US and Australia, we've got now got the US at 1.61 and Australia at 1.71. Germany still minus, but only 0.12% today. So there has been a big rally in bond yields across the board. Dalian Coking Coal scaled a contract high on Monday. Coke futures hit a six-week peak, and the Chinese coal sub-index surged 4.1%. And Europe's mining sector surged 3%, its biggest daily gain in three months. And BHP, which is a major producer of coal, had been looking at selling its coal business to Peabody, which is one of the world's biggest coal producers. It's now having a bit of a rethink on how much it actually wants for the business, given the huge price rises that we've seen in energy and also in coal, thermal coal and coking coal in particular. So there may be a little bit of movement there in terms of how much the business is worth. Uh, There were some analysts predicting that it would be worth around $2 billion. 
but uh, there certainly is some scope there to push that price up. Cadelco, which is a big copper country uh, company, offered to supply copper to European customers at $128 US premium over futures for next year, showing the supply-demand equation for next year for copper could be tilting in favour of the mining companies. And APM, which is a human resources company, shaping up as a huge IPO, another one. There's a few in the wind at the moment. GQG, which is a Florida-based fund manager, is coming to the market with a valuation similar to Magellan at around $6.5 billion. Um, That is going to be a massive, massive float. And I've written something about that today in Henry's Take. There's also Judo Bank coming to the market as well at the moment. And they're tapping retail brokers at the moment for around $653 million in commitments. And APM, which is this human resources company, another big one, valuation of $3.5 billion plus. In order to become part of indices, it needs to have a free float of 30%. So it would need to raise a billion dollars to be part of that index or any index. But unfortunately, they don't seem to need that amount of money uh, for the float. So it'd be interesting to see how they work their way around that one. Sigma has locked API out of its data room. Sigma, of course, was trying to merge itself with API. API currently under threat from West Farmers for a takeover bid there. West Farmers now has its hand on around 19.5% of API, courtesy of uh, Washington Soul Pats there. So um, that'll be interesting, that one continuing to hot up. And ASOS in the UK, which is a big uh, clothing online brand, has warned of supply chain issues. We're going to see a lot more of this, I suspect, from US companies in the forthcoming reporting season. It fell 13.4% last night in the UK. And Australia may get a new airline next year with an airline called Bonza. What a great name. Will launch in early 2022. Good luck with that, Bonza. SG Lotteries, also another big float out there at the moment. Strong demand seen for that one. Uh, so that will be, I guess, some competition for Tabcorp for investors' money on the exchange. And Swick Group, which is a mining services company, has seen a non-binding agreement for DDH1 to acquire the business. And lastly, Jamie Dimond, or Diamond has said that Bitcoin is worthless, but he's happy for punters to play with them on their wealth creations uh, and their websites and trading platforms. Question of the day today was, how was your Freedom Day? What did you do? Did you race out to Kmart? Did you go to the hairdressers? Did you go to Harvey Norman? What did you do on your Freedom Day yesterday as New South Wales, or at least Sydney, starts to ease back on those restrictions? So how was it for you? That's it for me today. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. It's a fantastic group. Members helping members is the motto there. There's around 3,500 people there, so it's always a great source for ideas. We got Ask the Analyst on Friday the 15th at 5 p.m., so that's your chance to ask me anything you like. It goes for about an hour, and you can book on our website for that webinar. There is a link in the email as well. And if you're listening to this on a podcast or watching this on a video and you haven't yet joined the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you along. You can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au and sign up there for a free 14-day trial and see what we have to offer. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.